Yeah, I'm cuffed up with my baby girl. Yeah, yeah. I'm cuffed up with my baby girl. I'm cuffed up with my baby girl. Yeah, yeah. I'm cuffed up with my baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm cuffed up with my baby, 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 baby. No, no. No night light, it's night time. Just me and my in a drop top. Mm-hmm. My foot on the gas, I can't stop. Yeah, she fell in love with a player. She wanna go to Barbados, but instead I took her to Rodeo. Hey, she wanna stay. Hey, I'm having space. Hey, you know that I'm cuffing them. What you say? I'm cuffed up with my baby, yeah. yeah. Hold on. Yeah. I'm cuffed up with my baby, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm cuffed up with my baby girl. Hello, everybody. This is Michael. Uh, welcome back to the Culture of the Podcast, episode 15. I have my lovely co-host next to me, Amber. She's sitting here pouring a bottle of Jam Jar, which is our, our sponsor, um, into this beautiful <laughs> glass. Um Welcome back, everybody. I need all the wine today. Amber's she's going on a drunken binge today. She's drinking a lot of wine. This is about her third cup since she's been home. You're lying. I just um, poured this. But yeah, we're drinking jam jar. Um, sorry for the delay. We, um, you know, I just want to apologize first and foremost for just being late and not being on time again. Uh, we're we're going to do better. We're trying to do better, man. Black we, people, n- man, we'll never be on time. Well, yeah, that. But anyways. Um, Sorry, go ahead, Amber. Introduce yourself. Say hi to the people. Hey, it's Amber. What's up, everybody? Hey, Amber. Um, <laughs> so listen, this this is going to be an abbreviated episode of the of our podcast. Tell them why. Um, because the game's about to come on, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't got time for y'all niggas. Um, no, instead of leaving you guys hanging this week, which we really don't like to do, we have made sure that we are recording, but. We can't record for the amount of time that we usually do or that we'd like to because, yeah, the game is on. We don't want to miss that. I might give you an hour. Though. I might give you an hour plus today depending on how this how this conversation goes, man. Okay. I don't know what we're going to talk about, honestly. Well, Seems like there was a lot, a lot of, of shit things. going on. It's um, been a busy week. Shirt's been off for about about two hours. So, I'm, I'm been, you know, so that whatever. Means pants come off next? Pants is coming off next. Get that hammer out. All right. Wow. All right. Wow. You um, s- listen, man. Listen. I wasn't going there. I'm just saying you said your shirt is off. So <laughs> what's wrong with you? I'm a carpenter, Amber. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> okay. Um, what's up? What's going on, man? What are we talking about today, man? Alright, where's Drake's response? Let's just get right into it. It's Wednesday right. at uh eight eleven PM. This is the time of recording. We have not heard a Drake response and I guess Jay Prince says we'll never hear a Drake response. Yeah, I know. Um, this I don't know, man. I mean, God, as tell, a, tell no, no. I mean, I don't think. I think if Drake responds, I think for the sake of hip hop, I would love for Drake to respond. <coughs> um, but in a, just a logical, you know, point of view or practical point of view, Drake doesn't need to respond. Like, why should he have to respond to Pusha T? I don't feel like. I mean, I feel like people would say Pusha T bodied him, which he. I mean. 
in today's generation, in today's terms, he did by just saying some disrespectful stuff. Um, but he really didn't attack Drake, the person, outside of just the... You're good. I think you're good. He, okay. yeah, he didn't attack Drake, the person, as harsh as I think he should have. I mean, him talking about his baby mama as a porn star and his 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 dad is a clown or whatever the case may be. I mean, I get it. You <laughs> his know what dad I'm saying? is a clown. I mean, pretty much he said his dad's a clown. <laughs> Not Dennis. But, um, yeah, man. But I think he crossed the line with that whole shit with um, 40. That's the only problem I have with the whole diss record. I feel like everybody can go at each other. I don't really care. Uh, he didn't say nothing bad about his child. He just said that he's a deadbeat, which we don't know is true. But I don't think Pusha was out of pocket with anything nah, he said. Nah. But the 40 stuff was uncalled for. I mean, 40 is like legitimately sick. Yeah, you he's can't, sick, man. Like, that, sick. That's like... There has to be boundaries, and unless there's something that Forty outright did to Pusha T or like crossed him, I don't see what Forty has to do with this. I, th- I think it's this man. It's easy to. I didn't like how Pusha T used the whole the black narrative with this whole Drake thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, By the releasing releasing the blackface photo and then trying to make it seem like Drake was doing some fuck shit with the blackface. Because knowing today's climate, you know, anytime you do blackface or anything race related, it's going to cause a, a shitstorm. Um, but it was taken out of context from the overall picture after we after it was released. We see what Drake was doing when he showed both pictures side by side and, and he explained what it was. So I just think Pusha T's reaching, man. Honestly, I mean, again, he's a better rapper than Drake for sure. I don't know why he's bringing up shit. I think it was for promotion for his album. Um, you know what I mean? But end of the day. Like I said, this isn't the 2000, early 2000s or late 90s, man. You can't just beef with niggas like you used to. You got to be wittier and smarter and, and plan shit out and have a rollout. So, I don't know. I don't think Drake will, Drake will respond, but I think he will be, do some petty shit in the near future. Um, and Jay Prince needs to stop going around talking all this stuff. Don't kill me, Jay Prince, if you listen. I was going to say, why yeah. watch your mouth? Nah, but I'm just saying, like... I get what you're saying, but okay, uh, Jay Prince aside, what do you think it is that Drake could have had in his arsenal that was so damaging that Jay Prince was like, nah, like you got, like I almost don't believe it. I think it's more, I I think it's it's more more Kanye related than it would be Pusha T. I mean, there's not really much you can say about Pusha T to where you were like, it would be his demise. Like you could say, oh, you're not really a drug dealer. Sorry, that it would be the demise of Pusha T's career. Or that it would be the demise of Pusha T. It'll end. It'll be an end for both of them. Cause the what only thing I could think of, like Pusha already expressed disdain for for his fiance being mentioned. Unless he had like personal information on the fiance, like something that would like, thing, really cross yeah. the line. Yeah, there, man, like, what could Drake say? Well, Drake honestly, really unless say like shit. Pusha T doesn't write his music. Like, come on, and we nah, don't know. Like, like we don't believe it's kind of corny. Honestly, it's one of them beefs. Like to me, it's just like it needs to just come to an end. Honestly, like I don't really care. I would love to, for the entertainment purposes, just to hear it, like hear Drake come back and then push it go back and forth. I don't think it would ever end. So Drake doing the right thing by just not responding, and he addressed it how he addressed it with that for the blackface photo. And I think within like a month or so, niggas ain't gonna be talking about Pusha T like in the in the mainstream. No. You know, niggas still fuck with him. I, I mean, I still listen to him, but like in a month, this, this no. I mean, but niggas like this is helping Pusha T more than it's helping Drake. I think you gotta sit back and look look at it from the outside and be like, all right. Who does this help more, Drake or Pusha T? One, I mean, Drake made that clear with the invoice line. Like we know that this helps 
pusher and, and exposes him to different people, more people, whatever the case may be. Um, yeah, I don't think it's going to be relevant even in the next two weeks. Drake is going to drop Scorpion unless he has some kind of uh, track going at Pusha on Scorpion. But even with that, That'd like Jay Prince, that would be dumb. And Jay Prince dumb. already made it clear not that Jay Prince is like God or anything. But it, it, from a man to man, he said Drake gave him his word that nah, he wasn't going to. Drake's the kind of so, nigga. Yeah, Drake's the kind of nigga that will like let it die down within like three months from now at like OVO Fest. He'll like bring out like push his tea on the noose or something and be like ah. It's well, not you can't over. do that because yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I think that's just what it is. Um, I, I I don't really have a deep dive into that beef. Like I, last week, whenever they first came back at each other, I was like, okay, this is cool for hip hop. But then Push came back with that body tag, body bag, as the as the people say nowadays. Um, I don't know. I was just like, all right, he he said some crazy shit, some personal shit. But I mean, it is what it is, man. Yeah. All it right. is what it is. Um, I wanted to say real quick, um, sending well wishes to those affected by the volcano eruption in Guatemala. Yeah, I know Guatemala is not like a hot spot for people, and mm-hmm. when it's not a U.S. based or like an exotic Caribbean country, like it doesn't get a lot of news. Yeah. So, just thoughts and prayers to those. There. And I'll, I'll say this: I mean, we were in Costa Rica, so like when we were in Costa Rica, there's volcano active volcanoes within. You know, driving mm-hmm. distance from where we're staying at, so like that could that could be anywhere in Central America, man. And just to have, just to see the the, the photos and the videos on the news, man, that shit is crazy and it's sad. So, um, yeah, man. Um, God bless those people. Hopefully, they can find safety and you know find shelter and just find somewhere better to live and be be comfortable. So, thanks, man. Right. Yeah, well, it's gonna continue to get sad. Why is that? Also, R.I.P. Kate Spade. Um, she unfortunately passed away yesterday uh, due to suicide. Um, very, very sad. The people that killed themselves uh, go to heaven. I don't know, but you don't know. I, don't I mean, know. I just asked for like know. the general like people I, people's opinions on it. I, I'm not saying like I, we're religious experts or none of that, but I just always wonder like people. They, um, certain religions believe certain things. Certain I religions don't believe certain things. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, but R.I.P. Kate Spade. Um, mental health is like a serious, serious, serious issue that I would say in speaking with people, most, I won't say most, I don't have any statistics. A lot of people do not understand or have a full grasp of. And it's very important. Like I see a lot of people are like, you know, check on your strong friend or, you know, whatever the case may be. It's just like, honestly, everybody just be kind to people. Like, you never people know people are going through how man. you would like to be treated. You don't know what people are going through. This is a topic that is like very near and dear to my heart. And so it's always um, it's always a lot to hear when somebody's taken their life or decided that life is not worth living. People are struggling every day with the things that are in their head. And um, depression doesn't always look like depression, you know, or what we perceive depression to be and um yeah i just this is something we may talk about um in another podcast at some point but i know so many people both of us who know people who deal with stuff Mm -hmm. every day you know and, and that stuff becomes a lot and a lot of times people don't have an outlet and um for those who know people are dealing with stuff like that it's hard because you can't be everything to everybody, but really just extending a kind word, just showing your support or love for somebody can make all the difference. Yeah, you never know what, like, just saying hi to somebody or just saying, 
or just speaking to people in general could do for their day. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I could be having a bad day and then let's say I go grab some food or some coffee or something and just the ladies at the, you know, register are nice to me. That could probably change my whole, out, you know, outlook on the day. So, you know, I try to be as nice and positive. I mean, I joke around a lot, but I mean, when it comes to just, you know, interactions with people out, you know, out in public, I always try my best just to make sure I like I leave a good impression on people and not be rude, even when they're annoying or whatever. I try to always be positive. So yeah, you never know people are going through, man. And um, she was know. 55. She had a, a daughter she, she left behind who's 13. They said what she was going through. Why, why she what happened? It was she was um she was battling like some kind of like depression because her and her husband split and um she was they said she was bad some balance some kind of severe mental health mental health issue mm-hmm. and in her business so yeah man she, god bless her family and her daughter especially to you know to and kate spade have, i mean like we know what she's meant to the fashion world the handbags especially so you know she's definitely left the mark at a young age too and um it really does is a reminder as well that Fame, money, all of that stuff is is irrelevant. It's yeah. it's irrelevant, yeah. you know. So so did you want to? Stay, uh, can I go to the next? Yeah, so yeah. I want to yeah. speak. I, I want to say, you know, speaking of, you know, our transitions gently. We'll kind of we'll get off of that and try to get back to the lighthearted stuff. But um, you know, you have that you know type of mental illness that we speak about. Then you have people like Kanye who's using his mental illness platform as a um, you know, I guess he's using it. He's using it as a weapon now, as opposed to, um, I forget, I don't know the term I'm looking for, but whatever. He's using it as a positive, I guess, which is great. I don't knock it. Um, but bringing up Kanye, I just want to talk about his album. I mean, how did, did you get a chance to listen to it? How did you feel about it? I mean, what do you, what are your thoughts on Kanye releasing the album and then just the premise of the album, etc.? I mean, just overall. So, just to speak on the Kanye mental health part is another thing I struggle with because. We shouldn't try to... It's it's hard. And I, I saw a friend that I follow on Instagram um, ask a couple of questions. And I wish I had it in front of me right now. But um, the, the, the basis of the questions were like, you know, on the heels of this Kate Spade death. You know, we talk about mental health like we just talked about. But with Kanye, it's not as sensitive. You know, why are we not as sensitive to that as we are to other things? It's almost like when people pass, that's when we're just like, oh, sad. Everybody be aware of mental health. You know, be good to people, so on and so forth. But we don't take certain people as seriously when mental health is on a spectrum. And it doesn't... It's not the same for everybody. Well, you know, and I agree with you on that. In my opinion on, on just Kanye in general, I think a lot of what Kanye does, the more I study him, is that he... Kanye is a genius, so it's like he he studied the artists and you know people of power before him, and he witnessed how they were all off and crazy. They had crazy you know chapters of their life or did wild shit. So he took he's like you know what I'm a genius. I'm allowed to act crazy and do whatever I want because I'm a genius, and that's what geniuses do. They act crazy and they act smart. I think he slowly but slowly created this craziness in him. That's just my opinion. I'm not a doctor, so I can't sit there and you know diagnose him. But I think over time. He just took on this crazy persona. I don't think it was like a, a deeply rooted mental illness. I think he just it was a um, a person that did what he wanted. And I think what's happening is that him doing what he wanted and him not receiving the reception to stroke his ego over the last few years, I think had an effect on him. I think it's more of an ego thing than it is a mental health issue. Whenever you 
or you feel like you're entitled to certain things. Ever since he was acting crazy talking about his on sway, you know, of course you could say that's mental illness, but also it's a lot. A lot of it is a lack of maturity, and it's a, it's a sense of entitlement. It's an ego a lot of times, and when people don't get what they want, they throw they throw fits. And I think he threw a lot of fits. And again, he could be going through mental a mental illness or whatever the case may be. But being a Kanye fan, I just think he he does a lot to to, to dig his own grave. So I think yeah, I think it's a mix of both. I think it's very um, nobody. Unless you're a health expert, can speak on somebody's mental state, really, like technically speaking. Um, observing Kanye for all these years, I would almost disagree with that because Kanye's always shown signs of like, he's been funny or whatever, but the Kanye, Kanye has evolved into this person, but it's not like he went from like, like this, this like super nice, like sweet guy. He was always arrogant. He always had these traits that we label, right? And there could have been signs from there. And I think life and circumstance creates the 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 mental state that you're in, too. I think that happens with everybody. I don't think... I'm not sure that people are born with that, right? I so mean, it's life and circumstance and experience that can can create this... this I don't know. You know, um, I think everybody should definitely do their research. Um, Kanye speaking, though, specifically. So him dropping an album... I ain't listened to the album. Like, I haven't listened to the album. Actually, I just got home um, from an Uber ride where he was playing the album and asked me if I listened to it. I was like, no. Um, And I was like, you know, I'm a huge Kanye. Like, I'm a Kanye fan. So, past the music. You know what I'm saying? So, a lot of things that have happened over the last few weeks, I've, I've been personally offended by. You know what I'm saying? And, um... I'm not saying I'm not going to give it a listen. I'm not saying Kanye's canceled forever. But for right now, it's hard to separate the two. And we've talked about it two, three episodes ago. Like, how, why do we keep giving Kanye excuses? And you said it verbatim. But here we are again, talking about Kanye. Talking about Well, I mean, his album came out. So, I mean, it's only fair that we talk about his album instead of talking about the theatrics and all the bullshit that comes along with him. Um, And I honestly think that album is for Gemini's. Is Kanye Gemini? Yes. Not, he is a Gemini. That album is literally for Gemini. I had to listen to it a couple times because the first time I listened to it, I was like, it's all right, whatever. Not the Kanye album, but I listened to it a few times and I actually, I like the album. Um, I like it a lot more than I like Pablo and his last couple albums. But I just think it's, I think with, with Gemini's and I honestly, as, as I get older and time progresses, I, st- I really do believe in, um, you know, signs and, you know, you are what your signs are. Like, there's commonalities. There's commonalities for sure. for sure. And I just think what he's going through, you know, on that album is, is is pretty interesting, man. And I think the production on the album is a little underrated. I think within about a month or two, there's a couple songs on that album that people are gonna be playing. That or that when you listen to it now, you ain't gonna like it. But I think within a month or two, I know a few songs that are gonna be, be being played a lot. Well, let me say this: this is just Amber speaking. I haven't listened for the reasons that I just said, but there's not too many people. Actually, there's nobody that I heard that has listened that is disagreeing with anything you're saying Mm -hmm. so maybe it's just the people who haven't listened but the people who have listened i've heard nothing but great things from them so i don't even think it'll take like listens like people seem to receive the 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 project very very well and it doesn't surprise me like i'm a kanye fan i expect that his music will be received very well um and it's funny because you talk about like the album being for gemini's he says he's um diagnosed with bipolar just, By who, nigga? You know, but 
people joke that that is like a, a, a Gemini trait. Like two different. It, I mean, it is. So. I mean, I mean, I'm a Gemini, and like for me personally, I'll, I'll be honest. Like every time this time of year, for like the last fifteen, as my adulthood, I like be going through stuff. Like nothing like serious where I'm like depressed or like I'm sad. It just my my brain works in overload. I just feel like I'm like I I gotta do a million things. You know what I'm saying? To where it's just it's just Gemini's only understand it. I think I spoke to other Gemini's and they understand it. It's just like yo, when it's like June. Whatever, late Gemini May, season. June, Gemini season, it's like we become like, like it's like it's like it's like, it's like when a woman's like pregnant, like she just becomes like extra, like just in a weird space, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, we out here and we're definitely popping. Like, everybody that's a Gemini is so fucking popping. Like, there's so many Geminis, all your favorites are Geminis. So I don't even like want to hear any bullshit about Gemini's are crazy. Y'all love My this. Y'all love are us. Virgos and Sagittarius. Gemini's got a better roster though. Okay. We need to have a roster of all the uh, signs and just like have it like that's teams. Do a rank. That'd yeah. be funny. We should do that. I, my, my starting five. You got it'd be starting fives. My starting five is loaded, bro. Loaded. And my bench is like my, your your starting five is definitely. My loaded. bench is loaded too. I have like a good, great top two, but. Yeah. All right. Well, comes. anyway, Kanye's <laughs> album's good. Give it a listen. I mean, you may not like it at first glance, and I think a lot of times, or first listen, and I think you know all his shit that he's doing out there in the media and out in the world um, may distract you a little bit from the music itself. So I get that, but I mean, if you like music, you're gonna like this album and listen to it. Um, what was I gonna say? I read an article. I don't know if you finished that article about Kanye. Not. It's a good article. It made me kind of change how I view what he's been doing, even though he'd done some fuck shit. I'm not giving him a break for that. His what he's trying to do is is a little bit too artistic for the average person, a little bit too next level. And reading this article, you know, it's called the Kanye's Prestige Theory. And if anybody knows what a prestige is, it's like a, a magic trick. It's like the final reveal of a magic trick. Um, anybody wants it, I can send it to them, and they can read it. And they can let's post it. Yeah, I'll post it, man. It's, it's really it's probably one of the better articles I've read because they, they did some research. So. Kanye's album on a scale of one to ten, I give it about a, I give it about a um, seven point seven five eight. I give it about an eight, seven and a half, eight in that okay. range. You know What's what I mean? Keeping you from the full eight. Um, it's not long enough, man. Pause. But um, <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> hey, I'm back. I'm back better than ever, man. Um, it's not. It's only twenty three minutes long. Like honestly, I was like, what the fuck, man? I drove twenty minutes and it was over. It. That's that's why I'm knocking it down a notch. And then also, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it, man. I don't know. It's not long enough, so whatever. Okay. I'll see. I'll check it out. Kid Cudi and Kanye's coming out on Friday. I'm excited for that. Um, that should be good. Yeah, I'm excited for that, man. I'm a Cudi guy, so. I mean, it's unfortunate with all the Kanye nonsense because I'm really, like, uh, supportive of, like, the good music team mm-hmm. over there. Like, I want to hear that. I want to hear Tiana. Like, I want to hear these people. So it's just like, damn, you know? Um, obviously, everybody wanted to hear Pusha, so he has like a good crew. I'm ready for that Nas album to come out next Friday. I'm ready for that too. I'm really like I'm. If Nas. Kanye's producing all these songs, that Nas album is gonna be fucking fire. All right, and Nas, Nas can still spit his ass. Off. I think, and I honestly think Tiana Taylor's album is gonna sound like an old Mary J album, like her Uptown Records days. It's gonna have that like I can see that. You know what I'm I saying? Can see that. I, Tiana's very like about the '90s. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Like samples, yeah. like the you know what I mean? Like Diddy, Diddy, Diddy was using all them samples and shit with Mary J for Mary J's. Yeah, um, songs. that'll be dope. Oh, I, w- I need some good R and B, and I feel like Tiana stays true to R and B. Yeah, like she knows the essence. She came up with that, and like knows the essence of R and B, and I, I'm I I'm looking forward to that for sure. So yeah. Um. All right. Another non music. So it's tour time. And by tour time, I mean my faves, B and J are go. on tour. The what first time is it? Let's see here. Twenty-two minutes. Damn, that's a record for All you, right, bro. We're not doing this. Do you yeah. not? Is this not a worthy topic? I'm not just. I mean, all right, it is, but it isn't because at the same time we talk about it every week. Expecting some music to come out, ain't, ain't no music coming out. Like that's the okay, issue. Okay, but the tour is here, so let's talk about that. Yo, them babies got some big ass heads, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Like, like you? my head's big. I'm gonna post a picture tomorrow of me when I was like two or three. Yo, my head is so fucking big. I honestly think something was wrong with me. Like, I honestly think there was like I had like a brain issue. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or, like a skull issue. I had like skull disease or something. Skull disease. My head was so fucking big, bro. I, I, I destroyed my mom. They're so cute, though. I think um, I. I'm guessing the one that I think is the boy to me looks more like Beyonce. Show the kids, bro. Like, stop with this whole hide your kids. No, nigga. no, no. I listen. Fuck this is not. Here. You because, can't have one no, kid out there no, everywhere, though. Nah, because when Beyonce showed blue, y'all really like were ruthless on that poor child. That's y'all the went though. in. So then she's like, I don't gotta show nigga, my they the post, two kids. I'll, y'all gotta pay to see. They the, post my anything kids. on on the internet. The no. trolls talk about it. They can no, be they, anything, they really bro. went in on Blue, and I don't blame her. I talked about her hair. talked about her looks. Like, you're not going to talk about my kid and then think I'm going to freely show my other kids. If your hair is... I mean, listen, man. She got longer hair than everybody trolling her. I know, but that's what trolls do, man. Listen. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the tour. I've definitely seen some footage already. You know, not going to go into that. I need new music honestly and i am the biggest beyonce fan i'm the biggest jay-z fan love them both i've seen them both already so this i need new music who has a better discography jay-z or beyonce Hmm. don't you don't you dare say beyonce how would you know you don't know her discography i know i I can i know her discography you don't know her discography yes i do yes i do name five songs off of dangerously in love please Dangerously in love with you. Go ahead. What's what year was that? It's her first album. Okay, crazy in love. Um, rather be with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I know it. I trust me, I know it. You know, I know it. Don't even try to play me. You know, I know. I just get all the albums mixed up. I'm saying she got. Oh, wait, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I shouldn't cut you off. My bad. Who got a better discography? Hope Beyonce. I, would I, can say, see, I can see you saying Beyonce though. She unfair. has a strong this. Yeah, like you said it. Like her shit's trash. Like she has a very strong discography. Nah. I think Hove has more albums. So like that's what makes it hard. Hove, Hove like has more. Yeah, he, has, you know he might have double the albums Beyonce. And Hove has. got more trash albums too. Right. That's, that's what, so that's why it's hard. Even though he has more, it's not all like all twelve. What's Beyonce's best album? Do you think? Mm. Um. That's a good question. Mm. My other tables have turned. Damn. See, this is going to sound like how Jay-Z be reasonable doubt is his best. But I think Dangerously in Love might be my... I don't think it is. Dangerously in Love? Well, no, I mean Jay-Z, no. I'll say her best is... I would say Beyonce. 
Maybe the self-titled. I don't know. I'd have to go back. That's a good question. I think Beyonce self-titled is her best album. That's like I to me. Maybe because it has me. the visuals though. I, I gotta listen. It's, that's the thing. I, I don't even remember the video. I just think the sound made me actually like it. Like that's I like Beyonce's album before that. Not all of them, but like I know I know her music. You know what I'm saying? I would listen to them, whatever. But like I listen to, to that that to that album. A personal favorite of mine is B Day. I feel like that was just like B Day. Yeah, yeah. B Day is like my like I just love. That's got upgrade upgrade vibe. you on there. Yeah. See, I know my vibe. shit, bro. You be trying. Yeah. Play me because I would say like. B-Day was just like Beyonce like in her younger day like I was feeling B-Day but anywho in any case I'm not asking for a joint album I don't know what I'm asking for but I know this I'll take whatever Beyonce's given but you're not telling me she's performing the whole like on the run formation set like Coachella set if I shut, if I, when are we I'm going be, to, when, are we, where, when so where are we going to see Beyonce and Jay-Z we are going to see Beyonce and Jay Z in New York, August second, um, at MetLife Stadium. I if Beyonce shows up doing this all black shit like I saw Coachella, I'm not gonna be happy with that. It was that nah, was a nah. once in a time like I, I, I was cool with that. No, that was a it special better be a show. It better be like shit that I can you know. What I mean, no, like, I've seen a lot of clips today. Um, it, it's like they should ban cell phones. Remember for Formation? Shows, how they had like a lot of visuals. A lot. Of, it looks like um some of the stuff they shot in Jamaica is up there. All that stuff. So like it's a show. It's a show. And I think they're in Wales right now, right? Um, yeah, they have all, a moving all. stage. Like a stage that like moves over the audience, which is kind of crazy. I don't know if they well, we have that. We got some fire seats too. Yeah. So uh, the production level looks a one. They stole that from Kanye, by the way. Kanye definitely did have Kanye's. Kanye was wild. That <laughs> and then he was just talking. <laughs> he was on top of people. They couldn't even see that nigga, dog. That shit was so dangerous. I'm surprised that shit ain't falling people. Yeah, man. when I saw theirs, Jay Z and Beyonce, I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh, like Yo, Kanye's. A, he's the king of the young people, bro. He really is. He is man. But um, so yeah, I just want new music, man. Like I'm seeing the footage today and realizing that no new music has dropped made me just want to say, hey guys, if you ever happen to hear this, you. Please, but here's here's before the before the North nah, American like let's play Devil's tour, Advocate. Uh, <laughs> like, what if they drop a new album and it's not really that good? You don't like it that much, and that's pretty much that's what the show is revolving around. I'll be so sick. See what I'm saying? You gotta, it's not gonna happen. I think. You know what I mean, you asking, you asking, you gonna get what you what you you know what I mean, what you asked for, girl. More to come, I guess. Yeah. Um. What's up? All right. Uh. What's next on our docket? Oh, here we go. We talking about oh, some basketball now? We can talk about basketball, but before basketball, because I feel like that's kind of the note we're going to end on before the game. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, shout out to that dumbass reporter who asked Serena Williams if she was threatened by Maria Sharpova's model looks or something like that. Mm. And he said he was been waiting for like 14 years to ask her this or something crazy. And it's funny because I read that his male counterparts were like going at him, like his male uh, sports reporter um, counterparts were like, oh, what is, like, what are you, what's wrong with you? And of course he said, I didn't mean it that way. Yeah, nigga, you did. Stop it. Yo, Serena Williams is a fucking stallion, cuz. She's she like is. a centaur, for real. Like, she, how, the way she's built. Maria Shea, first off, alright, I'm gonna give you an analysis. Maria Shea Pope is fucking trash. She's not even, bro, like, she's not the competition. If like, you were like Anna Kornikova back in the day, like, she was, Oh, you uh, mean looks wise? Like, looks wise. Like, alright, like, whatever. Yo, Maria Shea Pope, just cause she's fucking white. 
white and she got the endorsement. She is not nah. Fuck not only here. that, she's not the com- you. If you keep losing, you she ain't not never the competition. Her. Yeah, so like you ain't the competition, my nigga. Like if I beat you eighteen <laughs> times in a row, just because we just always cause, match, just because we always end up in the finals, nigga. It's not a rivalry. No, nigga. Serena is fuck out of here. Such a queen. She really like answers questions. She got her well. one too, didn't she? Oh, she got her one. Her? Did she get her one? Did she, she has get her such one? A cute baby. Who, what, what, what kind of man she got? She got a black husband. No, she has a white. That's husband. what I'm saying. All y'all queens, what's up? We, we, y'all want to go back? Let's go back. We can go back. So it's another one. Fuck out of here, man. What you mean we know how to treat? Uh, not, y'all? not y'all. I have a great king. Right get your <laughs> fucking sweaty palms off of me. Get I have a great me, king. No, but Serena, she really handles herself. Serena, I'm, I feel excited. Venus. Honestly, in this lifetime that we've gotten to see, like, the LeBrons, the Serenas, the Beyonce's, the Jay-Z's, like, the elite, elite of whoever, you know, their crafts. Because Jay's, I mean, uh, now I'm getting confused. Serena is not to be messed with. And she, I thought maybe she might lose it after this. Okay, I didn't think she that. Has, People she were just saying, pulled out the fringe open because she got hurt. I think she's going to have a tough time getting back in, into it. Like, she's like still she's better still, than everybody, but, yeah. like, it's going to take her a while to get back to it. It's tough. It's yeah, tough, it's especially tough. for an athlete. Like, yeah, nigga, had a, nigga had a full grown fucking human being inside of her torso. Like, come on, man. <laughs> and she's coming out here like, yo, I'm ready. A, how do you have a full grown human being inside of you and then you just plop that shit out and then come out and just start running? Like, nah, nigga. And you beating niggas. Like, if I, if I got she's beat by somebody beast. that had a baby, bro, I'm gonna be so mad. She's a beast. She is really a beast. And how old is Serena now? She's like 19. I don't know. She ain't that old, man. She's like 30. She's like 31. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, um, that young? I don't, I don't think she's older than that. Venus is like 46. Oh, come on. Leave she's definitely on the downside of her fucking career. Nah, her and Serena just beat one together. Um, too. <laughs> but anyhow, speaking yeah. of sports. Yo, hold up, man. Hold up. No, tennis. hold up. Hold up. Real oh, quick. Real quick. Go. Real quick. So, about music. Remember, we were like last week, me and Amber were watching like old music videos, which is like dope because like old music videos just are the best thing ever. And we were watching um, Prince videos. And what else were we watching? Earth, Wind, and Fire oh, videos. Oh, and Michael Jackson. And Michael Jackson video. Yo, Michael Jackson's Thriller might be the worst video in the history of, of mankind. But can you see why it was like the best? It was video yeah, it was fire time. back in the day, man. But that shit looks so r- we ridiculous, were man. Up. We were like, come on, up. bro. That nigga. <laughs> Prince's When Doves Cry was so sassy. Yo, Prince wow. was sassy as hell, man. Yeah, and then uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. It was just like the graphics were so. They were bad. all taking acid back in the day. Earth, Wind, and Fire. One hundred percent. I don't care. So all y'all parents out there, all of our parents that are like, "Oh, you guys smoke weed." I don't like it. They were definitely going to Earth, Wind, and Fire concerts lit. Yeah. Either drinking moonshine. And, uh, oh yeah, definitely going to. Uh, Parliament on acid, yeah, biting each other's arms and shit, <laughs> hallucinating. Yeah, the old music videos are really the best. Yeah, man. Um, but shout out to Mike and Prince and them. Um, so what's up, man? We have no legends. Okay. Um, NBA time, man. Let's just get into it. We're counting down to Game Three coming game up. Three's coming up, man. Uh, Cleveland is down. We ain't talking about Game Ones and Game Twos. So game One, you know. Cleveland. Well, let's let's tell them where we are. Cleveland yeah. is down two games now. Yeah, they're down two zero. All right, let's get into game one. All right, what you want to talk? What you want? What you want to know, man? Game one pissed me off. I'll tell you what pissed me off, right? Why? Yeah, please. So, 
And I'm so frustrated with basketball in general. This this generation of basketball the last couple of years. Well, before we get into that, let's get into the game. I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Hold up, man. Listen, if you want to get the big blood talking about basketball, you got me I was going to make a longer discussion, but... No, no, we're going to. It it plays into what I was talking about game one. So, game one, the referees and the way they call fouls and the way they call shit, it drives me insane. I'm not talking about just for the Cavs because I'm a LeBron fan or for the Warriors. Overall, it's terrible. Um... The fact that in the last minute of a game, you could review a play. Um, let me rewind. Cleveland and Golden State had a good game one. I don't got to give you guys the recap. Everybody here watched the damn game. Um, that was Cleveland's chance to make this a good series. They they had they had Golden State on the ropes. You know They survived Golden State's infamous third quarter runs where they scored 45 points in a row and Steph shooting threes <laughs> backwards and shit. Like, you know what I mean? So last minute of the game... These niggas called the worst call in history. You call an offensive foul up, up front, you review it, and then change it. Okay, that's terrible. Like, if you can do that at the last minute of a game, you should be able to review every fucking foul, every fucking call, period, throughout the whole game. Like, you can't just review blocking calls. That shit is stupid. Review everything in the last minute of a game. Anything that's controversial, review it, and then do it that way. I just, I was just kind of hurt by that. I didn't, I never seen that before. Um, and I already know going into game two what was going to happen. I already knew that um, Golden State was going to smack smack Cleveland. Um, I feel like J.R. Smith took too much blame for that that game one loss, even though he, he you know he should have fucking knew what was going on. Um, what else? Jordan Clarkson is the worst basketball player I've, I've ever seen in a playoff game. I'm sorry if I'm going out of where I'm just venting right now. Jordan Clarkson is out of control. Like somebody, he should not be allowed to play like. Any any more minutes in this series going forward? He gets in the game. That nigga has ten shots a game, bro. As soon as he gets the ball, he's shooting. He ain't making nothing. He's turning the ball over. He's trash. Um, what's up, man? You ask me questions. Cause I'm on. I just wanted mad, like man. game one, game two. Game one, game two. I mean, Golden State's doing what Golden State does, man. They got too many fucking shooters. It's it's unreal watching Steph and Clay and, and KD shoot, and it's crazy. KD's one of the best scorers in the in the fucking. He's probably the best scorer in the league. And he's like the third best shooter on his team. Like watching Steph fucking shoot. Every time I see Steph Curry shoot a ball, it makes me so mad because I know it's going in. Like I know it doesn't matter what angle he shoots it from. No matter what. And this is from a person that plays basketball. Like I'm saying this from a basketball fan's perspective. Like I know the sport of basketball. I ain't no fucking spring chicken out here, nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? You saying he was balling on him? No, I ain't saying that. I'm just saying I know the game of basketball, man. Nah, I was all right. I mean, I wasn't all, you know what I mean? I don't know if you niggas, but uh, anyway. Um, he, um, yeah, man, it's crazy to watch them play. And I think with LeBron, he can't do all this shit by himself, man. Um, no, that that's always you know, the he need, he needs Kyrie, he man. He needs help, for sure. He needs he's, my boy Kyrie. He's one person. Um, so you touched on the refs and how things are being called. You touched on a bunch of shooters on one team. How are you feeling about the NBA overall, this series, um, and your interest? I just in- don't like it. Honestly, like, I don't care. I mean, listen, I have one team that I die, that I live and die for. That's the Pittsburgh Steelers. When they lose, I don't talk to me. I don't, I don't got time for it. I don't care who wins this fucking game. I just root for LeBron because I like the guy. Um... I feel like this this game of basketball nowadays is headed down it's headed down a slippery slope. And the reason I say that is that everybody are shooters now. 
And whether mm-hmm. it's your center, whether it's a power four, small four, everybody can shoot the three now. So now these younger generations, all they focus on are shooting long distance shots. A lot of these kids aren't focusing on the fundamentals, driving to the rack, mid-range game, shit like that, which is things that we were taught as a kid to focus on. Mid-range game, driving to the hole, and then, of course, shooting threes as like a as a backup, whatever. Um, now everybody focuses on a three-point line where eventually the NBA is going to actually have to institute a new three-point line. They're going to have to move that shit back like five feet or something because it's just going to make the game of basketball different than what it was meant to be. Yeah, and I think the game... And then, hold on, let me, let me finish real quick. Because okay. even if you look at back in like the 80s and 90s in comparison to like the 50s and 40s, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, niggas was dunking more in the 80s and 90s, but it was still tough, mono mono basketball. You know what I'm saying? Like nowadays, it's like you can't even... They do this shit more for like entertainment purposes than they do for actually the sport of basketball. And that's what I don't like. I like I like the sport of it. I don't like, I don't like this shit just because it's entertaining. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you kind of touched on what I was going to say, but... And that goes into, like, what what it is with this beef shit. Like, in rap. Like, back in the 90s and 2000s when Jay-Z and Nas were going that, they didn't have rollouts and were releasing shit and doing all these promotions. Then niggas came out and made a song and said, I hate your fucking guts. You got all this... Like, you know what I'm saying? They went at each other and that was that. They freestyled over beats and kept it moving. There wasn't, like, I'm trying to, like, do a promo run or none of that shit. Everything is about entertainment nowadays. I honestly think it's not really... Like, now that you're saying that out loud, like, I don't think it's just that, though. I think the social media and the microwave society we live in, it just makes it... How do you say it? Like, it just makes it so that, like, that's magnified. Because, like, Jay-Z definitely, like... Listen, like, Summer Jam screen and all that stuff. Like, that was a thing. You know what I'm saying? So, it's not like... It was just disc records. Like, it was, like, some dramatic, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know... Uh, but social media, like you said. So, that's what yeah. I'm saying. So, it's not just that there wasn't... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, a big production, you know, with album artwork and stuff like that, or, or disc record artwork. No, you had the Summer Jam screen. You had some other things that went along with that. But, yeah, with social media, you can see it all the time now. And I think that speaks the same to basketball like with basketball um we live in such a microwave society that you want to be impressed by everything you know so fundamentals and basic basketball isn't enough now you have to like be a excellent three-point shooter the three-point line has existed for a quite a long time now 30 years but it's not been this like this where everything is about like just hitting threes hitting threes hitting threes for for dramatic purposes and now it's like that's all everybody wants to do. That's what the kids want to do now because that's what they see on TV. And I agree. I think that either they're gonna have to move that line back or get rid of that shit. Get see, rid and get rid of, of the three point line for fucking see, the All Star game. Just as a that would be interesting. Just to see if niggas shoot how shit. how not if they shoot to see. What else is their go-to? Like, you what know, else are they and going You know why I say to, that, though? Um, score a lot of these niggas and these kids nowadays, younger than us, they grew up, they got access to basketball courts, like indoor gyms, right? Oh, yeah. It has lines on it and shit. Bro, I remember growing up, we played on fucking courts that didn't even have lines on it. <laughs> so, like, shooting threes and shit wasn't even an option. You just, you mean, you you would shoot a three once in a while, but for the most part, you know what I'm saying? You was playing old-school basketball, yeah. man. Yeah, And I'm just, I, I sound like I'm a 55-year-old man, but it's just like... It's just hard to watch, man. It's just hard to watch the game whenever, if you can perfect how to shoot a three-pointer, 
you're a good basketball player. Yeah, and that's not the point of the game. That's not the point of basketball. And I also think just the way teams are set up now, I just think the whole thing is a little... Um, it's bad for the league. It's though. bad for the league. And I don't know. Maybe that's speaking from an old head's perspective. Maybe the kids are just eating this up and loving it, and they're really the next generation, right? I, here's the rule I would say, but, man. Here's what I would say the NBA should do. If I was a commissioner... And you have because the NBA has salary cap, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll wrap up soon. The NBA has a salary cap, so instead of getting all these fucking players with max contracts, right? Implement a rule where you can only have one player make more than twenty five million dollars per year, right? Instead of having two niggas on your team making thirty million dollars, you know what I'm saying? That would eliminate a lot of these super teams. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, because niggas care about their money, so. That's all I got to say about it, man. I'm still rooting for Cleveland. I think they're going to win game three. Um, actually, I guarantee they win game three today. I feel Kyle Korver is going to have a big it. I guarantee it. This is going to probably be up there, uploaded probably after the game. So I'm letting you know now. Kyle Korver is going to have a big game. Rodney Hood is going to actually get some playing time today. I spoke to my sources. Rodney Hood, he ain't played all fucking playoffs. He's going to get some burn today. And he's going to contribute. JR, I don't know, man. You may not get that much playing time today, but just know we're going to win today. And we might win by at least 15. You heard it here first. All right. Yeah, Sounds man. good. That's it, man. So I'll talk to y'all next week. Um, I don't know. I don't know, man. I had a lot to vent about today. I asked, well, I had a list of things I wanted to vent about. Where's your list? I've not heard about this list. Oh, I told you the other day things. I got pet peeves. A pet peeve alert. Oh, no. We can save that for Yeah, we'll save it for another time. So... We'll check with y'all next week, man. Thank y'all for listening. Um, I love you. Um, I love you. I love you. Come in, man. You got enough on me. I was going to say, that sounds just like it. All right. Peace, everybody.